Yo, it's me, it's me, it's DDP. It's that time, Christmas time is here. Everybody knows there's not a better time of year. Here's that day, Santa's on his way. He'll kill the right for Christmas vacation. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP Radio. Well, hello, it is me, it is me, it is Michael D. ripping off DDP right here on his very own radio show, copyright DDP Radio 2016. What is going on? It is uh, Wednesday night and it is another episode right here at DDP Radio at ddpradio.com, and uh, as you heard for the special edition of the intro, it is the holiday spectacular. I'm going to include all holidays. I'm not going to say it's a Christmas spectacular. I love Christmas just as much as the next guy, but uh, let's be honest here. There's about seven or eight or nine different holidays within the next uh, couple of weeks, so I'm just going to say it's an all-inclusive Christmas holiday spectacular right here at ddpradio.com, and... Without further ado, I'm going to bring on uh, my Maple Leaf compadre. Um, She is all the way up in the Great White North, uh, pretty much directly above me, somewhere up there. Um, But we got a lot to talk about. Moose licking, we we got to hit on that. But (laughs) let's bring her on right now. Ho, 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 Crystal Stewart, hello. Hello, ho, 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 how are you? Good. Uh, I'm awesome. I just realized I was really laying on that like uh, that tacky radio announcer voice thing there. Sometimes, like you know, when I've, I've worked in doing the voiceovers for so long, and sometimes that just kind of comes in. Hi, good, good morning to you. Wacky, <laughs> wacky, <great. laughs> so uh, I'm gonna try I think to avoid it's perfect. That. But how are how are you? Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Um, I'm freezing. I'm turning a funny yeah. shade of blue. <laughs> Well, I was, um, I'm originally from up in uh, New England, so we kind of get a, a little bit of a grasp on, on what you guys go through. But I've realized a couple in the past couple of years since I've moved down to North Carolina how desensitized I've become to the cold weather. It's like 50 oh. and I'm shivering. And meanwhile, everyone at home is like minus 10 degrees and calling me a traitor and all that stuff. Yeah, minus 25. You start to sit up and take notice, that's for sure. 
Well, <laughs> you're, obviously, if you're from Canada, we have a, a triple uh, a crew here. We have, of course, you, uh, we have myself, and we have Hayden, who has been off the past couple yep. of weeks, sending all kinds of holiday love to Hayden right now. But where you are up in, uh, up in, yes, in Canada, um, you guys, you know, I, I have this ideal version of Canada that it's some kind of, like, barren, snow-covered, uh, just wasteland <laughs> of just, like, happy people and maple syrup and, and, and ice-cold beers. And I basically, you're strange, strange brew to me. I just watch Strange Brew, and I think that's everyone up there. And I love the <laughs> idea of Canada. And I don't mean to be stereotypical or anything, but when you send me articles on Facebook about the moose-licking <laughs> Uh, rampage that's going on up there. I can't help anything but to have that stereotype of. So what is up with that? It, I, you know what? I, I have no idea. It just came, it came to me, and I thought, oh god, this is too good to not share, because honestly, <laughs> how can you not share that there's random moose going around licking people's vehicles? I mean, uh, too perfect, too perfect. That's the most Canadian sentence ever, ever, uh, ever, ever spoken. And, and the, what I love is, do you know Kevin Smith, the filmmaker, he Clerks, uh, Chasing Amy. Yep. Uh, do you Jay yep. and Silent Bob? He actually he's filming a few movies up there in, in Canada right now, and he's kind of a he stays in this town that has the most like innocent crimes. Like they have a police log that kind of <laughs> updates daily. It is basically uh, drunk Jerry uh, passed out. Outside the the seven, like just like the most like innocent crimes and just they're hilarious because like we're dealing with shootings and like violence down here. You guys are like so and so just impaired on a skateboard. (laughs) Impaired on. So, anyways, I love Canada and I love having you here and I love that we're we're in three different countries when we do this show uh, regularly, which is crazy how the world. Oh yeah, of DDP yoga brings us all together. It's pretty cool. It sure is, Hayden. If you're miss, and, if you're listening, we miss you. Yes, very very much so, and uh, much love to you and and the lovely bride. Um, you had a a fantastic idea and uh, for this week's show, uh, you had messaged me a few weeks back, and you know we thought like you know it's the holiday season, a lot of celebrating going on. What better way than to celebrate Team GDP Yoga? And you had this idea to bring just some of the past guests, all of the guests from the past, the present, and the future, people who are owning it right now and bring them together and kind of let's get a plan together for 2017. How are we going to own our lives this year? And, uh, you know, tell us, bring me through your idea and how, how you kind of got this thing going because we already get calls lined up and we're going to get to those. But uh, I loved the uh, the thought behind that. Well, honestly, it, it just came that time of the year where putting up the Christmas tree and, you know, you start getting nostalgic and you're just looking at things that, you know, you see once a year, (laughs) you know, the same old, same old, and you add some new things and then you think, geez, this will be nice. Well, it's kind of the same thing. Where do you see yourself a year from now? You know, it, it was just one of those things. So then, you know, sitting around thinking and we thought, oh, gosh, you know, what about doing you know, just touching base with people that have made such a big impact, past, present, and, you know, any future goals or big things that you have planned within the program itself and, you know, kind of going from there. Absolutely. And it just kind of snowballed, pardon the pun, but, you know, yeah. 
it is it is a great great and and this time of year you know I don't I don't care you know what you celebrate uh, holiday wise it's a re- time of reflection because the year is closing and you kind of get sure. a good sense to look back at the year and almost its completion and see what did I do what didn't I do what could I have done better and let's be blatantly honest now 2016 was a shit year for a lot of people it was a it tough, was. tough year I know it a was. lot of good people who struggled I've had some tough times and. You know, it's one of those years that collectively people just, it was tough for some people. And yeah. these are the years that can either make or break you because if you just submit to the negativity that kind of, you know, you know surrounded everything this year, it can bring you down a dark hole. But you can't blame it on 2016 forever, and there's about two weeks left in the year. So you can either take it with you to next year or you can leave it here and let's move on and kick ass and that was the kind of goal, to get, like, people who have had success, get people who are kicking ass right now, and get new people that are just starting out. So ink your yeah, goals, unfortunately, like, through, through DDP Radio right here. Just let it know, because, you know, Crystal, you've been here long enough. When you first started, Dallas gets with everyone. He sends those emails out her. He calls you personally, whatever it is. He says, ink your goals, because when you have those goals firmly planted in ink or via here, on the DDP radio show where it's going to last forever. We got audio of it, and uh, it'll be on the website forever. It's here, and it seems more tangible than just thinking it up, and it'll hold you more accountable, and that's what we're doing. We're inking our goals. We're going to tell you what did we do in 2016 that didn't quite work for us, what did work for us, and what are we going to bring to 2017. We're going to get perspective from a lot of different people, and I don't know any better time than to start it than now because we've already got calls. Uh, lined up. So if you want to get on the show, three four seven nine nine four one two one six, and uh, let's just get this thing rolling. So I'm gonna, I think I know who this is. Um, I'm not sure, but I think he called last week. It's Travis, I believe, but he called last week and was hanging on the line, and we were in, we were trying to get our conversation with Cat, and then right when I went to go grab him, he disappeared. So uh, I think this is a uh, hold on a sec, vitamin yep. C. Uh, Travis, what I do? Like a ninja in the night, I was just there, and then poof, I was gone. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, brother? Picked up batteries. How you doing? Happy holidays, Travis. <laughs> happy holidays. Happy winter solstice, the shortest day of the year. Uh, it, it only gets longer and better from here, right? There you go. Uh, hold on, hold on a sec, hold on. Why is it that I sound like I'm the gargling glass and you all of a sudden sound like the smooth operator? We've, like, switched roles here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 so now it's now you just got to uh, eat the body swap, right? And then, you know, <laughs> then, then it's Freaky Friday all over again, right? <laughs> you sound great, man. You're, you're doing good. You have that you have that voice, uh, that procedure done. You sound really good. Yeah, thank you. I, I, I feel better. I, I, I feel, you know, it's really tough. When you when you're not able to speak properly, and it does a lot to you know, your 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 view of yourself. Because if you're not able yeah. to speak properly, if you're sitting there and struggling, and I know Dallas, you know, knows what that's about here with his vocal issues and everything. If you can't speak properly, it gets worn on you. It really, uh, it's really tough. So yeah, the, having that voice procedure done and I go for, I can follow up here this next week back to Mayo Clinic. Uh, it's really done a lot. So, uh, you know, 2017 is really shaping up to be a good year. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. 
That's awesome. awesome. So, so, so uh, you had that procedure done. A lot of changes for you in 2016. You've been here for how many years now, the DDP uh, yoga member? I was. This is uh, my. This is uh, started my fourth year. I have, or I've been been with the program for four years as of November 26th. So Way to go. I did. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. It's uh, you know, and and it just keeps on getting better from here, and I'm going to keep on cranking and make it better and better as we go. Um, and yeah, 2016. Yeah, it was a challenging year. Um, yeah. And that's, you know, and when I'm so, and I've been thinking about this ever since, you know, we talked about getting goals and putting that out here. And, you know, I've been thinking about, you know, making making goals for 2017. And so I want to put a little premise on this here. Um, it, like you were saying, first of all, like you were saying before here, if we just, you know, look back and how shit 2016 was, uh, we're not setting ourselves up to make 2017 a better year, or better than it was. I know because it's a low bar. Okay, so look at the good. You know, so I want first of all challenge people to try to look at what are the good things that happened to you in 2016. Start right. from there. Okay, and you know, and then now with that positive mindset, now look towards 2017. And when you set your goals for 2017, I don't want to say, well, I want to do this, this, and this, okay? I want you to, uh, or instead of saying I want to, say I will. Because I want to leaves that little wiggle room. It's like, oh, I want to do this, but, I, but you know, A, B, and C got in the way, and then, you know, life, you know, got, you know, and then two months later into your resolution that everyone seems to make, and, you know, this time of year, and then, you know, falls off, then you're just saying, well, I, that, you know, that went down the drain, okay? Yeah. I will, you know, I want everyone to say, I will do something, and give yourself, you know, be reasonable, you know, use that smackdown of saying, I will, by this time next year, I will lose 100 pounds. Look, I take, for example, uh, Scott, uh, Kyle Stance. He's been killing it. Um, his goal this time last year was to lose 100 pounds. He's at 99 pounds right now. He's got two weeks left to go to lose one more pound to make that goal to 100 pounds. So, Kyle, if you're listening, wow. good job, brother. Keep cranking at it here. And I know 2017 is going to be awesome for you. Um, so, but, you know, look, you know, I, when you're setting these goals, guys and gals, make sure that you're being positive. Set yourself up to be positive and, you know, make that decision that you will make 2017 your year. So, anyways, as far as what my, you know, as far as my wills for 2017, I will have a better class in 2017 by this time next year. Um, I've already got stuff in motion for that. And I will see a lot more people certified as DDP yoga instructors. Um, mm. A few names off the top of my head there, uh, Farron uh, Tebow, Roger, uh, our, our buddy Roger, who should be listening by now here, and I know he hates praise and whatever else, but you know what, and he's, he's cranking up at school and everything here. Um, 
and he's doing you know he's doing a lot of good stuff here. But I will see him certified this next year, um, and uh, you know and other people here too that's been reaching out. So, but those are two names just off the top of my head. Um, so I will be seeing more people certified. I will get back down to the DDP Yoga Performance Center for trip number two and uh, do a lot more stuff down there. So those are those are the three big wills for 2017. That's awesome. awesome man. I love it, and uh, that's like that's the attitude. That's that's kind of the whole premise of the DDP Yoga, uh, you know, program was based off of when things really took off with with uh, Arthur. The thing that really stuck out was I can't do it today, yeah. but I I can do it, and that's the attitude we have. And I hate the New Year's resolutions. I'm sorry. Yeah, it seems too. like it's put in play. It, it sets us up to fail because it's almost like a cop out. You know, you're like, oh, I can screw up the last month of December because at the beginning I'm going to do this, you know, uh, faux uh, for show, you know, resolution thing. And you know, we we do these things. We set ourselves in it. And most people, the resolutions come at a time. Not when people are ready to lose weight. Not when they want to lose weight. It's because it's there and it's supposed to be there. And we're coming off this detox from the holiday. But as we know, most resolutions fail, and we shouldn't need uh, a calendar to turn over to allow ourselves to make changes in our lives. I don't care if it's January 1st or May 3rd or July 1st or or today, uh, right. December 21st. We should never you – know, there's a great quote in the line, Vanilla Sky, uh, from the movie Vanilla Sky, a Cameron Crowe film. And uh, it said, every new day is another day to turn it all around. And you shouldn't have to wait for the calendar – to flip over before you kind of allow yourself that gift to make positive changes in your life. And uh, so the New Year's resolutions have almost become a parody of themselves. You see them on Facebook, oh, here comes people's BS rev- rev- revolutions. and uh, You should be able to gift yourself the positive betterment of you uh, any time of year. And that's something that we need to work on as human beings is allowing us uh, that growth because – we can, you know, there's that, there's a whole, uh, that whole line. You can lie to everyone else, but you can't lie to yourself. I call bullshit. Right. I can lie to myself really well. <laughs> I can tell myself yeah. what I want to hear. I can distract myself from the truths. I can, uh, I can hide my flaws from myself very well. But when you finally confront the things that are bringing you down and actually stare in the mirror and realize your own faults, that's a great time to kind of find out, okay, these are my faults, and now what can I do about them? And uh, that can happen any of the 365 days a year. Right. So that's I, what we're I working towards. And oh, I purposely ahead. started, when I did started this four years ago, I purposely started my, you know, my DDP yoga journey on November 26th, right at the beginning of the holidays. Um, and, you know, for for Somebody doing, uh, you know, starting a new nutrition program, exercise program, whatever else, that's kind of crazy because, you know, it's all, it's the start of the holiday season. You're gorging on food. There's all sorts of sweets. There's all sorts of extra, you know, extra stuff out there. But my thought was, you know what, if I can make these changes when it's hard, then yeah. I can make these changes when it's, when it's easier and I can keep on making those changes throughout the years and just keep it going. So you don't change you don't change your life 
when when things are easier. You change life. No. You, you make challenges. You make changes to your life when things are not where you want them to be. If Amen. you if you, if you don't like what you, what's happening to you right now, change it. And believe me, I you know and I, you know I say this just as much for me as for anybody else because I'm not perfect. I've got plenty of stuff to work on or whatever else. So I say this just as much for myself as for anybody else out there. Don't wait until the best time to make changes, whatever else, because that best time is never going to come until right. unless you unless that next time that happens is going to be right now. Um, and and you know just breathe through it and start engaging and start making it happen. Right, and Absolutely. knowing that you're worth the effort, right, to to do it right here and right now, not later. Right. Because and later is what you right, later is what got you in the boat you're in now anyway. Right. So you might as well just throw it to the wayside and just do it. And if you fall down, Absolutely. you know, and you and be and be prepared to fall. Be prepared yeah. to you're going to stumble a little bit and you know, you're going to find ways that aren't going to work and you're going to find ways that are going to work. Be prepared. Oh, man, I fall. Yeah, and be prepared to forgive yourself for falling down, because falling down is not fatal. Success is not not permanent, and falling down is not fatal. Yeah. You know what? It's okay to fall into a rut, but it's not okay to unpack your bags and stay there. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Absolutely. I love it, man. Thank you so much for... For checking hey. in, and uh, you, you and yours, happy holidays, brother. Happy holidays, Merry to Christmas. you guys. Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, and all that jazz. And uh, be ready for a great 2017, kids. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Very well, man. Take care, Talk brother. Later. Travis, I, he, he's such a great guy. He's such a positive dude. He and, is. He's you know, so awesome. All, <laughs> she's all. He's overwhelmingly positive sometimes because. You know, I'm one of those people that, that tries to be positive, but I always kind of fall into negative ruts, and I get cynical, and it's very hard not to get cynical a lot of times, a lot of stuff going on in the world. But Travis is one of those guys, and he's always there reaching out when you need him, and uh, just really full of, of positive energy. So He, he is. Out... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, sorry. No, no I'm sorry. sorry, go ahead. No, I was, not I was at all. Go ahead. He had... <laughs> He had, uh, um, he 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 brought out something which was great, really good good point, and that's the, uh, you know, he didn't start, and because you know in December and in November there's a lot of stuff going on, so you know you got to kind of get in control of that, and I love that. And part of my problem had always been, and this is something we deal with in our immediate households, is, uh, you know, we we treat things very black and white when we are on uh, trying to eat healthy or change our lives. It's, and we really do live in a world of, of different shades of gray. Nothing is black and yeah. white. And part of the problem I create for myself around these holidays is I'm either 100% in or 100% out. If I'm going to allow myself uh, the sweets, the holiday sweets, it's going to go all in, and then I'll deal with it after. But it doesn't need to be that whole all in or all out thing. You no. can try to control things. The holidays aren't won by completely 
not touching anything all year, not indulging in anything, because that's just setting yourself up for failure. And I tell you what, right now, if I want that, and it's just focusing on my mind, when I finally get it, I ain't stopping. And the the key is to indulge with moderation and, and, and make the choices count. If you want something really bad, have it. You don't need to have a December 30 days worth of cookies and snacks and cakes. But if you owe yourself, if you feel you've deserved it and you owe yourself something, then indulge because I promise you it'll be a lot less more of a backfire uh, when you do, if you just completely deprive yourself and then regret it and just go nuts when the time actually comes. And beating yourself up over it isn't worth it. Yeah. I mean, it's non-productive. There's no point in beating your. What's done is done. Get up the next day and make the changes. It's okay. We've all been there. Mm-hmm. We've all been there. Yeah, but beating yourself up is counterproductive, yeah. So enjoy it while you can, and be mindful. I think that's the biggest thing is, you know, being mindful of of what you're consuming or what you're having or, you know, there's triggers. Everyone has triggers, especially this time of year. You know, you get around family you haven't seen in a while or friends or, you know, have a glass of wine or, you know, there's always, there's always a trigger. There's always a trigger. And to recognize that and be okay with, you know, no, I think I'll just have a glass of water or, you know, or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's okay. We've all been there. Yes. Yeah. Uh- Absolutely, and uh, depending on which family's in town, I may have the whole bottle. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> um, uh, we got hold on. We got we got a call here uh, right now. Five one nine area code. Hold on one second. Uh, fired up. Cat? Hello, five one nine area code. Hello. 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 Hey, Christoph. Hello. Hello, Christoph. Hi. How are you? Good, how oh, are you? I'm so glad you called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that's awesome. Well, I Merry Christmas. Better. Yeah. yeah. Merry Christmas to everybody. Thank you. Uh, are you Chris, are you going to introduce me? Um, This is my friend Jason. <laughs> that's Mike. <laughs> oh, thank you. I was, I was confused. How are you? How are you, man? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Um, I just want to call, you, I just want to call in, call in and... Uh, Give a big uh, shout out to Kyle Stance. He is killing it. He's dropped ninety nine pounds. He's doing awesome. awesome. That's so awesome. I you know he's just he's just he's dropping weight every week. Like he's going crazy. That's that's amazing to hear. Wow. I've heard him brought so, up quite a bit recently. We just had our last caller bring up Kyle too. Um, yeah. So he's he's crushing it, and that's just such a good thing about DDP DDP yoga, and the people here are so encouraging. You know, calling and just you know putting over Kyle and and, and toting his success. And Kyle, get with Crystal. Uh, I'm sure you guys have each other's information because we'll get you on a show recently because we're going to be doing a star a spotlight of the Warrior of the Month, and uh, yeah. we'll definitely grab you on here real quick. So, Kyle, if you're listening, hit up hit us one of uh, one of us up at the DDP Radio website. And uh, we'll get you booked on the show because that's awesome. And that's the true, you know, that's what the spirit of this is all about, being successful and doing it uh, as a community. And from what I've heard from you guys and a few other people recently, Kyle is really just really inspiring a lot of people in the community, and that's what all this is all about. Yeah. Yeah. 
Jay, while I have you on the phone, do you have any yep. New Year's resolutions or anything that you plan for 2017? Uh, New Year's resolutions? Uh, it's the uh, same old stuff. Just try and just try and be more consistent with uh, yeah. uh, my journey because it's I've been on this journey, DDP yoga. Oh gosh, probably five years or more. So mm-hmm. it's it's just and you know I've called in before. And I said consistency. That's that's the problem. So I do well for a while, and then you know it's it's you take that weekend off, and that weekend becomes a week, becomes a week. two weeks, becomes two months. Yeah. So, but it's just to uh, do that. And I had uh, I had a thought, Crystal. I was talking to you about it. Doing the uh, well, Mike. You keep saying <clears throat> um, a year from now, you wish you would have started today. Yep. Right. And yes. yes, and you've you've said it several times and it sticks with me. So, but I thought there's got to be like a a one year club. Like this is you start today, and we track you for a whole year, and we'll see what your journey is 365 days from now, and you can start the journey whenever you want to. So I was just thinking that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's that's, a, idea, that's a great actually. idea. Because yeah. it, it, it would be a great it would be a great kind of visual tool too. Like maybe get a group of people together and all just kind of track like this is where I am today, this is where I am for years from now. And right. you know, we talked with Cat we talked with Cat last week and we we asked her, if you never walked into that building in Dover, New Hampshire, and you never got mm-hmm. to sit those first steps, where would you be? And she she said flat out, she said, I probably wouldn't be here right now. And yeah. it's, it's yeah. powerful to say, but to have that proof and just the definitive started here a year later, I did take that step, and this is where I am. It's yeah, like, idea. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. It's just it's it's, it's, it's nice to have that visual. Um, you know, like uh, I have stuff. I literally have stuff on my wall in my house. Me too. Me too. Um, you know, I I wrote a. Uh, I asked my wife if I could uh, write a dream board on my wall in marker. And she said, yeah, go ahead. So, and then I did it. And she's like, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm, I'm writing my dream board on my wall. And so she didn't think I would do it, but I did. So all the stuff that I really want to do. Yeah, so, so I, a, in, I have a quote wall. And I kind of do the same thing. So, oh, nice. yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, I'm really proud of you. It's it's really amazing to sit there and write it all out. It's kind of like etching it. You know, you're etching it into a permanency just to do it. Yeah, it, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a great habit. Yeah, it's a great habit. That, that's a great well, another that thing might I started. That might be a good idea well, for a show. Like, have like someone on and then check in with them like a year from now and kind of see where they're at. That might be a cool thing too, to kind of like you know keep that in check. And it's so important, and I love that idea. Yeah, oh, it's um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Hmm. Um, I had something else I wanted to tell you. Um. Oh, um, yeah, on the show, Mike, uh, as well. You. You come up with, and Stacy and Robert and people who call in, they, and I mean, this is the reason why you do the show, is because of the support. 
and mm-hmm. some things that uh, uh, people say. And I always think to myself, geez, I really should write that down. <laughs> you know, just like you said on your quote wall. Yeah. So I started writing down. I started going over a few shows, and uh, I started writing down. I got like, I don't know, almost four pages of just little nuggets um, of information. Just It's just for motivation, you know. So yeah. uh, that just was more, one of my more first stuff successes. What's that? Oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, man. we got a lag here going on. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was saying that okay. when I first started, one of my big successes was I took these note cards, and, and like you said, you listened to the show. I listened to things Dallas had started to say, and I wrote these little mm-hmm. notes down, and I just keep them places, like not necessarily on the wall, but keep them in my desk or keep them in a book that I'd go to. So when I'd open it, I, I'd kind of stare into it. And a lot of these quotes, like we pass them around a lot in the DDP over community, and it's amazing and it's great. But sometimes we, we say them with such repetition that sometimes we lose the internalization of them. They kind of roll yeah. off the tongue yep. too easily. And I yep. like to go back to some of those quotes and just kind of think of the meaning behind it, not just recite it, but kind of just internalize it. And it's almost like that, that thing that first inspired you about them kind of comes back and that spark is reignited and you know they're great poetically. They're they're uh, verbally. They're, they sound good and they're 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 smart and they're creative. But when you actually think behind them, they're incredibly helpful. And that was one of my yeah. first reasons I became successful in this program was putting down those nuggets of information and quotes and leaving them where I can see them and be reminded of these things. Oh, that's awesome. So Jay, what's your favorite quote right now? Oh, I knew you were going to ask me something like that. Yeah, um, you know I'm good for yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's a lot of the stuff Dallas does sticks with you. Um, yeah, it sure does. You know, but it, it was the 365-day thing that Mike kept saying. Or, like, well, I mean, everybody would say it, but Mike kept every few shows, he would, you know, Mike, you would say it. So, um, yeah. you know, and then, but it's true. You know, 365 days, you know, had gone by. And I I think to myself, geez, I wish I would have started And it kind of stings a little. Yeah, it kind of stings when you (laughs) realize, yeah, if I I had started, if I only would have listened or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it stings a bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get it. It's it's, it's so important because we we look back at these things and, and, you know, I have regrets. I I know some people say I have no regrets. Sure, everybody Anyone does. cannot have, yeah, you have any regrets. You look back yeah. and you realize what could have happened. And the problem is, and when you look back at that and you say, well, if I started a year from now, look where I could be. But the greatest currency in the world isn't money, it isn't gold, it's time. And the two mm-hmm. things we take for granted until they run out are time and your health. And when yeah. those start to... Uh, to, to run out, you find people bargaining and, and, and regretting and wishing I had done things better. But if you kind of realize that today and realize the things I do today can make changes in my life long term, and, and look at that, if I improve my health, I, I, I'm, I'm not healthy. If I if I if I fix this today, I can have a happy life. If not, I could be potentially leaving my kids without a father, or my wife without a husband, yep. or such and such. It's so important to realize the currency that is time and our health and, and yep. not take it for granted because it's easy 
very easy to do that. Sure it is. Oh, yeah. Uh, I just have one more thing. Sure, go ahead, Jay. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say I had one more thing I thought was interesting, and that's one of the reasons why I called is uh, I went to the doctor last week, and the doctor told me that he went to a bariatric uh, seminar because he keeps wanting me to get weight loss surgery, and I'm – putting him off, and I'm saying, like, no, I don't want to. And he's like, well, just go for the consultation. So <clears throat> I don't. I might do that. I don't know. But he was telling me, if you have 100 pounds to lose, you have a 5% chance of doing it. And if you have over 100 pounds to lose, so if you have 200 pounds to lose, whatever, you have a 1% chance of doing it without surgery. And I think to myself... You know what? I know so many people who have had the surgery and have gained 75% of their weight back because they go back to their old habits. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's if you can just change your habits, I don't think you need surgery. So, but uh, I just thought that was an interesting stat from him. So I, just I think to tell you guys the mindset, it. right? Yeah, you <clears throat> change the mindset. Mm-hmm. I think that he, because it's a it's habit we get in a lot of habits and and you know it's kind of interesting when you can sit back and say okay how many habits do i have that i could break mm-hmm. or that i could get rid of right now right because we all have them me i've fallen yeah. back into my coffee habit i'd love to give it up again Uh-oh. but you know yeah it is what it is <laughs> it's cold <laughs> i live in canada we got to drink yeah coffee. i hear you I hear yeah, <laughs> but you know it's it's I don't know you know it's it's habitual a lot of it's habitual so if you can break the habits that set you up for you know <clears throat> eating and I mean eating you have to recognize if you're eating out of boredom or you're you yeah. know whatever the case may be yeah yeah there's always something there's always something that's a trigger. Well, that's what I've been doing is, uh, you know, why did I get fast food today? Well, I got fast food because I didn't go grocery shopping yesterday like I planned to. If I would have went grocery shopping, I wouldn't have had fast food. Or, you know, I was, I should have cooked today. I pre-cooked my meals. I'm finding that that is a big uh, uh, plus for me is cook the meals for the week and you do it in one day. So, but it's like. If you know, and if I don't do something, I say, why did I, why did I go for that chocolate bar? Well, you know, I was craving it, so I wanted it. And then so it's like, did okay, well. Did I send well, you the chocolate? Yes. Sorry, Jay. Did I send you the chocolate recipe? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, no. but uh, the you know what I mean? Are, so are tough res- Oops, sorry. No, that's okay. I was just gonna say, like, so it's just I try to. Um, you know, find where I mess up and say, okay, well, maybe next time, you know, I had all day Saturday go grocery shopping and I chose not to. Next Saturday I will go type thing. So just try and fix it for the future. I love that you say you chose not to. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Well, I mean, yep. I chose to go on Facebook or I chose to stay home, watch TV or, you know, yep. So I, I did something else, so or something came up. I'm very proud up. of you because it's it's a self realization, right? And to set yourself up for success isn't always 
easy. It's it's not always easy. Sometimes, and, you know, the voice of reality is going to state this, but, you know, sometimes you fail. Sometimes you fall down. Yeah, yeah you got to get back up. Oh, it's a learning you gotta experience. you got to get back up. Yeah, sure it is. Yep. Right. Sure it is. So, yeah, but if I I'm, I'm hoping that if I can uh, get enough of these little nuggets and put them on my wall or put them somewhere – that uh oh we're full um, of nuggets yeah, oh i know <laughs> i know it's great so keep, keep i got your nugget tonight so i'm gonna write that one there down you go after the show so you don't have to live in a rut you don't have to, you don't have to live there so no, you don't have to unpack your bags yeah i want all my nuggets to be named mike nuggets okay <laughs> Uh, oh my God. No, I, I I love that, and I love I love what you said about you know setting yourself from for failure, and, and that was the perfect uh, line too, Crystal, when you said the self realization because you need to have to know yourself, and sometimes despite our best intentions, uh, we have to be honest and kind of uh, know where where uh, where our strengths lie, and also where we're going to try to circumnavigate things and try to be ahead of our own trickery, because in my oh, brain really? under the right circumstance circum circumstances, I could probably convince myself to do anything. And you sure. got yeah. to outsmart yourself and setting yourself up for success and actually uh, realizing your your shortcomings and working around those so you don't give yourself those excuses and being honest with yourself is also going to be, you know, what equates your success. Being it's a tough realizing, pill to mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a real tough yes. pill. Yeah, sometimes, and I mean, the biggest realization that's ever going to come sometimes is, you know, you can't get on your feet till you get off your ass. Yep. 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 I mean, it's not going to happen if you don't do something about it. So you got to get up, dust yourself off. So one of my biggest workout tricks, and this is a, you know, it started a long time ago, I think, when I first started DDP yoga. I was kind of like, oh, I don't want to do this, and, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be any good at this, and, you know, just your brain playing games. And it's a trick I still use to this day five years later, and the trick is, is I make a deal with myself. I have to put in five solid minutes of effort. If after the five minutes I want to quit, I I cut myself the slack that I'm allowed to do that. But it's not until I fully commit to the five minutes. Now, I can count on one hand how many times I've actually quit. Yeah. Because you've gotten up. You've already gotten up. You're on your feet. You're already doing it. You've already committed to five minutes. Right. That's the hardest part of standing up. Yeah. 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 The hardest part is pushing play, you know. And once you're on yeah. the mat, you start realizing, you know, instantly that it was the right choice. But getting up <laughs> is sometimes – Katie and I, we were actually talking about this, my, my girl. Uh, we were talking about this the other day when we, we decided in our lives, not just in, in weight loss or, or, or eating in GDP yoga or whatever, in general we want to start putting more effort into life because so many times it's so easy to take the easy way out and just – miss out yep. on things because it's too comfortable here. And you know, there's that line that life starts outside your comfort zone, but <clears throat> just putting in the effort to kind of get out of that comfort zone. When I have every reason I could come up with in the world to stay on this couch for the rest of the week, <laughs> if I wanted to, Hell, oh, yeah. the other yeah. day I watched the other day, I watched the four hour Kardashian marathon because the 
Oh, my God. The remote control fell into the concussions, and I I rationalized a four-hour Kardashian, and I'm like, that's more than enough reason to put in effort. Four hours, the Kardashians, I couldn't have got up and just searched for the damn remote. So that's the thing is you just got to put the effort in. Right. Just do the initiative. Just get up start. Put in the effort. Life doesn't happen on the couch. You're worth the effort. Absolutely. Anyways, that was my rant, and I've, I've lost the whole audience with any kind of self-respect I ever had from them for my Kardashian. I'm still getting comments, those Kard- I, Kardashian shirt for Christmas. Oh, yeah, I, I, I take laziness. I, I have the potential to take laziness to an impressive level. Like, like people like, I mean, if I in the right circumstances, people will marvel at my laziness. Uh, last year, I was actually just... I was going on a Facebook status, you know, when you can see like a year from a year ago today, and this you wrote this. I wrote a story yeah. about how I had an album on my computer that was literally seven feet away from me that I'd have to go in, plug my phone in, and transfer it over. That was all the effort it would take, but I didn't want to get up, so I bought the album a second time on iTunes for twelve ninety nine. That's when you have a problem. Awesome. That's but, uh, awesome. Anyway, that was that was fun. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Hey, Mike, I got a question for you. Yeah, I got a question for you, Mike. Do yeah. you do the uh, phase three eating? Uh, I I don't typically. Or do you know about I it? I've done I've done bouts of it. Um, I've done it for short periods of time, but it's hard for me to sustain. It's hard. Okay. I haven't really stuck with it for a long time. Okay, so my question is, and this is anyone can answer it, is uh, you have your your protein and your vegetable, right? Mm-hmm. You, you you can combine those two together. But if I want to eat a carb, do I eat the carb after, like right after my protein and vegetable, or you just don't eat carbs at that meal? Carbs is for the next meal. Personally, what I would I do, I don't it. need the food. Go ahead, Mike. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. We got a horrible lag here. I'm I'm uh, stepping on everybody. I was when I was no. doing it the, the way I was showed by Yoga Doc. Uh, when I was doing it, is he always said to have your carbs for your first meal, like have a piece of toast or whatever. Yep. He said, right. yeah, if you're going to have a carb, do that, and then as the day goes on, cut out to the point where you're not having any more carbs. And usually, I do like. A pair, of, I think, a toast, and then kind of wean off the carbs as the afternoon uh, got oh, on. Really? And yeah, so I do like a, a lunch. I do a vegetable and carb. And, I mean, a vegetable and uh, and protein. And then for dinner, I do a vegetable and protein. And then I have my carbs in the morning because that kind of front loads your day, like energy wise, and gives you right. a chance to burn those off. Oh, okay, I see. Right. Yeah, you carb but that was the way that early in the day. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That makes sense. But okay, well, thanks for time, taking my call. Honestly. What's that? Aw, Merry Christmas, nope. Jake. Yeah, well, keep going, though. What were you going to say? Oh, I'm sorry. I was just saying there's days that I completely don't have any carbs. I just oh, really? do protein and then, yep, veggies. But I eat um, a lot of raw food, too. So. Oh, really? Yeah, I eat a wow, lot of raw a... food. That's a tough one, yeah. Yeah, it is tough. I find it harder now in the winter because yeah. 
you crave carbs and stuff in the winter time to keep keep warm, right? Oh sure, so, sure, yeah. Mhm. Yeah. yeah. But for the most no, part, I'm, so summertime from spring until Canadian Thanksgiving, it's usually yeah. raw, and then winter I add in cooked foods and stews and soups and carbs and all kinds of fun stuff. All that stuff, eh? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, because it's just um, you know, like I'm 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 a meat and potatoes guy, so yeah. it's to try to even go vegetarian Ooh, is a big jump. Hard, you know what yep, I mean? That's or just, hard. Just to just to change, um, you know, my diet at all. Like I'm getting used to, like not having pop. I do ha- still have pop once in a while, but uh, my wife and I, you know, we go for a week or so without it, and then we get one or whatever. But we've been noticing that, like, the last few times, like, wow, is this ever sweet? Yeah. So our taste buds are, are changing, so it does happen. But sure it's just to, big time. just to cut out something is, is a Try the yeah. carb loading earlier deal. in the day. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think I'm you going to. You can still have your meat. Just have meat and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... Okay. Uh, Katie and I, we, 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 in our lives... We're so different when it comes to eating wise. I could, if I if I could get on a roll with something that was healthy and I liked, I could eat it every day for the rest of my life yeah. and not care. And, right. and Katie yeah. is very much. I want something different. I want variety. I want something yeah. exciting. So I'm I'm constantly kind of trying to balance that, which I I would have so much, so much success if I could just keep the repetitiveness going. Like that doesn't bother me at all. But I know I'm a rarity in that situation. But Jay, I'm like you. I'm a, I'm a meat and potatoes guy. I could live off yeah. that. And in theory, in theory, I'd love to be a vegetarian. I knew that I could never make that work personally. But in theory, mm-hmm. I'd hard like to try something like that. But if the repetitiveness, like, is something you need, that's something I really focus on when I'm trying to get back on track and not necessarily staying there, but kind of getting myself back into the rhythm yeah. and kind of pulling yeah. your body off of the crap that you're kind of used to around this time of year yeah. uh, just to jumpstart things a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, because regardless at the end of the day, if you are taking the crap food out, even if you do it for a week, that's mm-hmm. to start. I mean, at least that's a week that you haven't you haven't had any foods that you're trying to cut out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's like that I, whole moderation thing again. You know. Yeah. Well, I texted you or, or I emailed you and I said, you know, I had I, I haven't had fast food and I haven't had chocolate a chocolate bar in a week. Yeah. And, you know, the first three days is it's like, oh my God, I really want I need something. You know, I, I yeah. really need a treat. I, I want that Big Mac. But then by the end of the week, I was like, oh, I'm okay. I'm, I can't believe it's been a week I haven't had a chocolate bar. You know what I mean? Right. But, so have you gotten to the point yet that you've gone for however long and then you've you've had whatever it is that you were, I don't know, what, like a hamburger or chocolate yeah. or whatever the case may be, and you've had something that you were normally quite used to, and then you eat it after you haven't had it for a while, it's very interesting how you feel or how it makes well, you feel. It How it makes you feel and how you process that food. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, when I, like I went 28 days without fast food. And, yeah, and to have it. Yeah, and, Ooh. but I mean, I was cooking every night. You know, I was getting, you know, you get into bad habits 
and you get into that bad rhythm. And then I got into a really good rhythm. I was walking every day, doing all that. But eventually, you know, my wife and I, we were, we came back home late from somewhere. We're starving. You know, we got no groceries. I'm about to eat my own arm off. So we said, you know, I said, I said, let's just go to Wendy's. Like, I don't care. 28 days. I'm quite proud of myself. You know, yeah. went went to Wendy's. It was like 11 o'clock at night when we got back into, into town. And uh, the next day, oh, my gosh, I was so sick. So was she. Yeah. You know, and it's like, oh, this is how what bad food does to you, you know. Yeah. But, uh, but going on the other side. Go ahead, Mike. I was going to say the risk. So many, like I had a buddy of mine who was a DDP yoga guy. Say I went two and a half weeks without having anything, and today I binged. I, I sucked and yeah. crap, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, okay, so? And he's like, well, I, you know, that's the mentality that brings you down is I screwed up. I ruined it. In the Jake right. documentary, the documentary with Jake the Snake Roberts, I think the most profound, important moment in that film is the first time Jake detoxes and says, yeah. I've been sober for 100 and something days, and I blew it. And Dallas was like, no, you didn't. You're 100 and yeah. something days in one. Those hundred and something right. days still count. Those 28 days without fast food still count. Because you yeah. may have had a day of fast food, but if you didn't put in the effort, you would have had 28 days of fast food. And that 28 yeah. in one is still something. And that's the mentality that we fall into is when we when we relapse on food or drugs, that, that we have to reset the counter, that everything starts over. Mm-hmm. Everything, all the hard work I've done was blown until this point when that's bullshit. We're 28 and 1 now. 28 days without fast food, and I have one day with fast food. And that's the mentality right. that's going to make you want to get up and do 29 and 1 the next day. Because if you oh, admit that there's a stopping point as soon as there's a detox, uh, a, you know, a, a relapse, then you're just screwed. Right. And it it all goes right back to that saying I said not that long ago. Just because you fall into a rut <laughs> doesn't mean you can um, you can unpack your bags and stay there. Yeah. We all fall well, it's down. All, it's all about streaks. You know, like I, I was exercising and I, uh, or when I, was, when I was trying to get off fast food, I went uh, one day without fast food and then the next day I, I went back on it. So then the next time I'm like, okay, well, one's my, one's my record. Then I went two days yeah. and, and, and got fast food again. So I went, okay, two days is my record. And then I went three days and then I went 28 days. So... Yeah. We used to do, um, in the beginning, stickers on the calendar for every time we worked out or we did something positive. There's a sticker on the calendar. And then once you start to see all these stickers, you think, holy Lord, I'm really Mm -hmm. doing well. Yeah. It's just a visual stimulant, basically, more than anything to keep you motivated. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. uh, I I have it on my wall that... uh, I don't have, like, my food journal, but I have it on my wall um, uh, days I worked out and yep. and uh, just the bad food I ate. So instead of having to track all my meals, I was just like, okay, well, I had a chocolate bar on the 12th, you know, or I had fast food on the 15th. So at least I can go back and say, hey, you know, this wasn't the greatest month, but, you know, next month I'm going to try and do better. So... Yeah. Just try and get that streak yeah. going, right? So It's a starting point, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of yeah. you. Way to go. Thanks. Absolutely. 
killing it, man. And uh, check back up, uh, check back in with us. I definitely oh, sure. yeah, hear how it's going. Oh yeah, I Chris appreciate all you calling me, in, so. man. Yeah, I made him <laughs> <Happy> call. Happy holidays. <laughs> oh, Merry Christmas, okay. Jay. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Happy guys. Happy holidays, man. Take care. Yep. Mm-hmm. You too. See ya. Bye. See ya. Uh, that's, Bye. That's awesome. It's 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 so it's so true. You know, we, we sometimes we're our own worst enemies and we get in our own ways. But ultimately, Absolutely. we are the ones who are either going to control or, you know, or, or or knock us off track. Um, I had someone calling in in just a second. I don't know if he's going to. Um, it's uh Josh McAdoo. This is our last caller, but I think he may not be able to get in. I'm kind of checking in real quick. Um, but that's ultimately, you know, it's life. When I was born, and I don't care, you know, some people will say it's, it's, there's no genetic to it, but I either was born or I developed an abnormal psyche around food and obsessiveness towards it. And for some, like this, for someone like me, Jay had brought up the, the bypass surgery. I could get that tomorrow and probably be successful, but my problems lie deeper than that. And Stacy was always really good about uh, talking about the psychological aspect yeah. of, of overeating and, and being overweight. And if we don't deal with and confront the problems, the solutions aren't going to come. And sometimes That's the, right. the, 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 the the problems aren't the solutions aren't in knowing because. Everybody here knows that we should be eating a salad and not be eating a Milky Way, but there's some kind right. of disconnect there, and the mind is a powerful tool, and what works for me may not work for you or, or for Jay right. or for Travis, but we all need to find our way, and it's a very fine-tuning process, and the mental is just as important as the physical and the eating, and that's one thing that Dallas was first, uh, you know, when I first hopped on board here, he, the the thing that really made sense to me, it wasn't the DDP yoga workout, it wasn't the eating plan. He said, before you get anything done, you got to get your head straight first. And that's right. why I ultimately dove in when I did, because I had to fix myself or, or work on the mental aspect more than I needed to the knowledge of what to do. Like, we know what to do. And we need to figure ourselves out, and it's a process and 2016 may have been a shit show for a lot of people. I know for me, I had a lot of downs, a lot of ups. But with every down and with every up, you are in the process of fine-tuning yourself, finding out who you are, finding out what you suffer from and what you do well and what you struggle with. And with every missed opportunity, a lesson learned. With every positive, a lesson learned. And life is basically just taking the experiences of life and, and building a, a, uh, a portfolio of knowledge and, and, and structure in your own world. And our whole key was moving on from 2016 and moving towards the 2017. I changed my mind. I don't want that. I don't want to move on and forget about 2016 because 2016, despite all the shit show that happened, it taught us a lot. It taught me a lot about myself. It taught me a lot about, yep. a lot about people I love about the world in general, there were lessons learned in all the negativity, and that is more valuable than just casting it aside and pretending like it never existed. I agree. I agree. So with that being said, oh, I think, I think this is Josh right here. I'm going to try to grab him real quick because he was calling in. Yeah, sure. I asked him to call in, and then we'll uh, – it's McAdoo. 
Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's going on, man? I was, I was just uh, I was plugging away at you. I was anticipating you calling in and trying to stall time. How are you, man? Uh, I'm doing doing well. You know, it's uh, awesome. it's busy this time of year. Um, busy this time of year, but you know, like everybody, uh, you just do what you need to do and hope everything turns out good for the holidays. So true. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. I, uh, but uh, Crystal, we. We had a queue of people that we wanted to try to reach out to because there's a lot of people, uh, important people in both of our lives. And, you know, Crystal invited a, a few of her friends on, and I asked some people to come on too. And uh, McAdoo was one of my guys I wanted to bring on because I've be, met a lot of great people at Game from BDP Yoga, and uh, McAdoo is one of those people. I don't consider him a DDP Yoga friend. I consider him a, a friend in the real world, a, a life friend, and uh, I have re- – given you a ridiculous amount of information that you can work with to torture me on a daily basis via the internet. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he's actually, he's been, he's been one of the guys that have been there for me to be kind of rant. I rant about things and I unload and, uh, my negativity onto him and my positive. And he's been one of the guys throughout my journey that's been a rock. And uh, I wanted him to come on too, because he's had a really interesting year in 2016, a lot of ups and downs. And as we move forward to 2017, I think it would be a great, uh, time for uh, him to tell uh, the world what his plans are, because this is a guy who's had success uh, for several years um, with DDP Yoga. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, when you approached me about this, I was trying to think of like, okay, well, you know, what has 2016 done for me and what hasn't it done for me or vice versa? Yeah. What have I done for it, I guess? But uh, the big thing that I, I took away from it is that for the first time in, you know, it's going to be, February is going to be four years of, you know, since that first time I hit the mat and started doing uh, DDP yoga. So it's uh, it's been quite a journey. And then, you know, getting certified early on and whatnot was great. But uh, it's like, okay, so what did it do for me this year or what happened this year? And uh, the biggest thing that I've learned and that I hadn't learned until now is uh, I've learned to let go of, my failures and hey you know what like um i used to beat myself up if it went if i went a week without hitting the mat you know and there's some times where you're doing other things where you're still getting exercise and trying to eat right but you're not on the mat and my man my body feels it but i would i would beat myself up to the point where i'm like well there's no point to do it anymore like why i've already missed a week i'm screwed now you know but this year I've been able to say, you know, that's okay. It's it's going to get done uh, sometime, and sometimes it's, you know, every day, uh, you know, all week, and other times it's like it's been a while, so I need to get on the mat. And same thing with uh, with teaching. You know, in the last year I've had a lot of different things uh, happen personally and new job and stuff, and, and teaching's kind of taken a backseat. But um, the minute that I get in there and, and teach again with somebody, like it all – all those feelings come back of like why I started on my journey in the first place. So it's nice to have that. But again, going back to that, I've learned it's okay. Like just because I'm not teaching at the gym right now, I'm teaching people in their houses at times and, and trying to help people out that have had chronic pain that have gone to, you know, all this physical therapy and can't get the pain to be gone. And after three sessions with me, you know, they're, like, oh, my God, I can I can sleep at night without having to take, like, tons of Advil or, you know, drink a glass of wine or, you know, beer or whatever it may be that people do to get rid of those aches and pains. And it's like, okay, so 
you know, even though I'm not where I want to be, and uh, it's definitely, um, you know, there's room to improve and and get back on track. But uh, the big thing is I learned that it's okay to fail and it's okay to not do what I did, you know, a couple years ago and hitting the mat like hard and, you know, doing two to three uh, level one workouts in a day at some times was getting kind of crazy in my mind, even back then, but it's, it's okay. It's, it's not happening. And, um, uh, I guess I never thought I'd get to that point where I didn't beat myself up, you know, for years. So I've done it, you know, I'm 33, almost 34 and I've done it my whole life. So it's nice to finally have that mindset. And I've been able to take that elsewhere, just not, in you know, uh, eating healthier, working out and exercising, uh, been able to take it in, you know, my personal life with my relationship with my friends, you know, my wife, all that stuff, my kids, my animals, <laughs> you know, so, uh, so it, it was funny. It was funny that you had asked me that today because I was like, I have no answer. Like I have no good answer. And then I, it hit me like when I said that, wait a minute, it's okay that I don't have an answer, you know, and then the whole failures thing came into my mind. So I, I, I think we're, awesome. we're a little, we're running a little off to the show here today, but I want to address that real quick. Um, you brought up something that I've noticed in myself and then in turn noticed in so many other people here in the Team GDPO universe that I think needs to be addressed. Um, DDPO is one of those things that when you first get on board, there's this instant change in you. There, the weight starts shredding off. You, you get excited. You get involved in the community, and then you start getting the butterflies and there's this, this is palatable excitement in you about this and the things you're doing. And you stay around here for a few months, and it's, it just, it's awesome. It's, things are going great, and it's just you're excited to get on the mat. You get the butterflies. It's new. I'm changing. I'm meeting new people, and I love this. And you always love it, and I love this still, and I, I appreciate what it's done for me. But I don't care who you are after five years or over four years or three years – there starts to be a cooling off period where there's a normalization of what you're doing. I like it. The first time I heard Guns N' Roses, uh, Paradise City, holy crap, that song. That was awesome. Blew me away. Gave me butterflies. You know, as a young guy, just, just I love that song, and I listened to it every day, and I appreciated it, and, I, and it just, just tore me up, and I was excited. You know, after a year, you appreciate the song, and but now it's kind of like, okay, I've heard it a hundred times. Okay, I'm still here. Yeah. But, you know, that whole initial butterfly process, you know, subsides. And here I am 20 years after Appetite of Destruction, and I still appreciate what a great song Guns N' Roses is, and I appreciate the craftsmanship and the, everything behind it. But that whole newness and, and, and excitement that I first heard when I lost, you know, first heard that record has died down a bit. Some people... Yeah when doing that DDPO and when they lose that first newness, that first high that it gets you when you join, they feel like they've lost something. They feel like they've, they've, they've uh, lost connection with things or they're, they've failed or whatever it may be. But there comes a point when you need to take that whole newness and transport it into uh, a regular life. And, you know, you yeah. have started a new job recently. And at first I'm sure it was awesome and now it's just a job in DDP Yoga, while we have a great community and we have the amazing performance center and the great content, the key to everything this program is is in the, the meat potatoes, not the spectacle, not the sizzle. It's in the DDP Yoga workout, the eating healthy and the mindset and all that stuff. 
and it's not always pretty, and there are days when you want to get on the when you look at the mat and you just cringe. But and you know this mat could do better than anybody. It's not about the whole butterflies. It's not about the excitement. It's not about that. It's the consistency of getting down there and doing it whether you want to or you're not. And some days I don't. Some days I don't even get on the mat. Some weeks I don't get on the mat. How there's months I don't get on the mat. But as long as you keep coming back, it's not about what's fun. It's about what's worth it. And uh, you know that, and you've pointed that out to me tons of times. And sometimes despite knowing what's best for us, we need a good friend like Josh McAdoo to kind of tell me, Hey, it doesn't matter. Just do it. And yep. that's the difference. You didn't fail. It took a few months off, but you're calling in right now, so you're ultimately still here. Right. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So I think yeah, I appreciate awesome. it, man. Yeah, yeah no I problem. I appreciate man. you, brother. I uh I uh, it's good to, you know be uh, called upon to come do stuff like this and, uh, you know, sorry for the delay. I was trying to get here right at the start of the show and life got in the way, as it does. So, uh, I'm glad I made it just in time for the uh, end here. So, no, I'm glad you called. It's all good. I appreciate it, man. And you know, Josh, Josh is a good guy and I, I brought many of my problems to him as well. I know people look at a guy like me and look how chiseled and handsome I am and think that I don't have a care in the world. But I, too, occasionally have a problem. Sometimes my hair is out of place, or sometimes my eyebrows aren't on fleek. And that point, I call in and uh, check in with Josh McAdoo. Josh, do you put up with this all the time? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. I just feel like he's bad for him. He's such an easy target, you know, and I just... She posts right? things, and I'm just like, poor Katie, poor Katie. You're cutting out. <laughs> oh, you and I are going to be out. fast friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, All right, we we ran late tonight, but I uh, thank you very much for calling in, Macadoo. And Crystal, yeah, no problem, uh, thank you, man, and thank you, Crystal. We, we have fun, and Hayden's hopefully going to be back with us in the next couple of weeks. He had some personal stuff he was taking care of, and we send him all the best, but. I love having you on the show, Crystal. You're fun. You're a wealth of oh, information. Thank you. You've been around, been around a long time and had a lot of experience in this program. And if anything this season, I'm thankful for a, a kick-ass co-host to share my wins. Well, thank with. you. That means a lot. Thank and, you. No problem. And uh, otherwise, it's 10-10. We're 10 minutes over, and this thing's about to cut us off. So on that note, I want to say... Happy holidays, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Hanukkah, Hanukkah. I don't care. Whatever you celebrate, just celebrate it and have a good time and enjoy your December. And let's roll into 2017. Take 2016, store it deep, internalize all the good, remember all the bad, learn from it, own your life, and let's blaze through 2017. Let's get this mother truck a-rolling. Until then, Amen. have a good night. Amen. Yo, it's me. It's me. It's DDP. It's that time. Christmas time is here. Everybody knows there's not a better time of year. Here's that day. Santa's on his way. Just kill parade for Christmas vacation. Bye! I was eating.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.